0: This is not another one of those cast pod thingies, is it? <laughs> Tajians, man, I, yeah, know I know it him yeah, too I know it too I really do That's why we will rise Put your hands up If you're proud of what you do, please stand up Careful, watch yeah. it, ruin and man up That's why we will rise Did the sky before Touching the clouds and the satellites yes welcome back to taz Yarns again this week's podcast has brought to you the 80 percent voters on instagram that wanted part one and part two of of camille's story so camille trail is actually a country music singer songwriter she's got a top five album in the aussie charts at the moment it's called river ascends so check that out on spotify as soon as you can spotify i always sound like i got an american accent when i do this shit spotify so check that out as soon as you can even pause it right now have a listen to to camille get the feel of camille and then um then we'll go from there but also i want to give a shout out to a close friends of mine colton Haley barber they actually set all this up uh Without them, I wouldn't have got to chat with Camille again. I've actually, we have a bit of a past, so you'll get to hear it in the um, podcast. But so cool. Let's take it away, Camille. And yeah, uh, the, let's do this. She'll be right. You've got a <laughs> nice deep voice. I noticed that in your songs.
1: Deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> I like the deep, sultry kind of voices. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and nice. then my other songs will be like little high pitched, like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got you on. Um Do you should start a tradition that at the start of every podcast it's like the beer crack. All right, here we go. Here it Ready? is. Oh yeah. Ah. How good. Cheers. Cheers. We would have a drink, <laughs>
0: just because they're bubbling out. <laughs> Alright. Listen to that. Beer's cracking. It's not even four in the uh, five in the morning now <laughs> <laughs> Camille Trail how are you
1: I'm good thanks for having me on here
0: <laughs> it's it's so awesome to finally get you back been a long time since you've been in this hood
1: that's been a long time <laughs> I think thank god I've kind of improved since then too <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually I had to listen to it and it your, your voice has improved a lot, but you still had an amazing voice back then. Oh, so. thank you!
1: I actually haven't heard it for ages. Oh, I'll have to listen to
0: it. <laughs> Play it live on here. Yeah. <laughs> Probably oh, lose a few contracts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My manager will be like, mm, "No, nah, see you later." Can that one?
0: <laughs> oh, so uh, let's go all the way back. Whereabouts are you from?
1: Uh, so I'm from a cattle property. Uh, near Borroloola, Central Queensland.
0: Yep, so it's yeah. near Rocky somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's like two hours west of Rocky.
0: That's a long way in. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been to Blackwater, is it not far from there, or?
1: Um. Yeah, it's probably like. I don't even know, like three hours.
0: Yep, boss, oh, so that's further. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you go 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 to uh, Rocky instead of Blackwater <laughs> to get closer. Yeah,
1: yeah, we don't really ever go to Blackwater. <laughs>
0: yeah, not much there I had to play touch football, at Queensland Championships or something. It was like oh. bloody middle of nowhere and on a mining sort of town and mm. greenest grass i've ever played on best soil best grass really I then i found out when they finished that they they hosed it all with um the shit from the town oh. water supply are you serious by <laughs> oh, the sewage system yeah, oh, I think yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nicest grass but geez my cuts wouldn't heal <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> so bralaba so how many people live in that town Area. It's
1: pretty small. It's only like 300. Yep. But there's a coal mine in the town, well, just outside of the town. Yep. So, you get like a lot of miners and contractors. Oh. So, when the mine shut down maybe like five years ago and obviously like everyone left and it was just locals. So, it was tiny. It was only like 200 people then. Yep. But yeah. All the locals were like, yes, it's back to normal. <laughs> We've got but, um, our town back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... um. It's like really good because obviously there's not many people for the local businesses when there is like all those contractors. Yeah. Everyone's pretty happy to have the miners spending their money. Yeah, especially <laughs> the
0: little like mechanical shops and stuff like that and yeah, yeah, yeah. quick fix shops.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> they all they all um, left town because they all got uh, died from the black lung. Man, nah. <laughs>
1: oh god, Look at that black lung pop it
0: was off Zoolander. He oh. <laughs> was underground for one day. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> so morbid.
0: <laughs> we well, go. That's where. That's the way we go. <laughs> yeah. So let's touch on family. Have you got uh, how much family in that area?
1: Uh really? It's only like my mum and dad. Yep. And then the rest of my family is up here. Yep. Y- that you know. Um. And then other family in, in Brisbane. So really, it's like I think we're the only ones who, are on a farm. But yeah. Yep. And
0: and I'll touch on it now. The farming side of things, it's a Brahmin stud.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so mum and dad have their Brahmin stud. And then my brother and I also have our own Brahmin stud. And mum and dad's Brahmin stud is called Elmo Brahmin. So when Jim and I got ours, I think we were 10 when mum and dad registered our stud name and they gave us a first cow. And we were like Elmo C and Elmo J and I was really stubborn and wool headed and I was like, No, I want my own stud. So I decided to go away from Mum and Dad and, and get- you
0: called it Tickle Me. <laughs> Mate, tickle Me Elmo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would have been a good idea. But um no, I called mine bottle tree Brahmins. Yep. And then yeah, I was just stubborn and now I'm just like, Why did I do that? I could have been using Mum and Dad's reputation. <laughs> But no, stubborn little ten-year-old, and Mum and Dad were like, "We tried to tell you."
0: <laughs> we're really good. You're not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I'd like like to go down the lines of how does a stud how to like I've got cattle out the back here. I know nothing Aww. about them, and I yell yell at them, and they do nothing, <laughs> and they don't come like dogs. <laughs> If we got molasses, they'll come.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're um... But,
0: um. So, what's all the little secrets to your success about um, having a Brahman stud?
1: Um, it's very expensive.
0: It's yeah. crazy
1: expensive. Um,
0: now it is too. It's yeah. It's double or tripled.
1: <laughs> it's insane at the moment, I guess. I don't even know. Like, you just start out with, like, a few cows. I think the most important thing is everyone always thinks about like, getting the best bull and stuff. And all the focus always seems to be on, like, the bulls. But yep. I reckon the most important thing is your cows. Yep. Because they're what's, like, breeding you the good stuff. Like, yep. you can put a shit bull over good cows and it's probably going to be okay. But put a great bull over shit cows and it's not going to work. Yep. So, like, the focus is always on the bulls. I reckon it should be on the cows. Yep. But, yeah, I think that's the most important thing. Get nice cows. <laughs> and then it's hard, like, if you're starting out and you only have a few cows because if you buy a bull, you use him once and then, like, you can't really use him again because yeah, obviously come can't into breeding. put him over his daughters.
0: <laughs> well, no, how west are you? <laughs> yeah.
1: Depends what your morals are. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, no, that's pretty good. So you don't do, you do straws or anything like that for other...
1: Yeah, yeah, mum and dad sell, like, straws as well, which is good for, like, if you've only got a small amount of... Cattle. and it's really good too because you can choose all like the different kind of breeding that you want but um it can get crazy expensive some of them can be like two grand for five straws
0: yeah and i've heard crazy. that the straws that like they have a, a very a fairly low percentage compared to putting them over
1: yeah i think you're always going to get better results like naturally yeah and um and it's always like a thing like with the cows like, you've got to give them needles to make sure they sync up and then that they're in cycle. Yeah. And then they just might not even take it and yeah. they might not...
0: Because the bull knows when to do it. The, <laughs> the, yeah. the needle doesn't know when to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like you. It's kind of like it brings on their cycle, so they should be, but then, yeah. And yeah. then, like, when it comes to flushing cows and, like, you collect all, like, the embryo and, like, the eggs, like, you got to be really careful that you don't stuff up the cow. Yeah. Cause Yeah, and it's like crazy, like it's completely against nature. Yeah. So, as soon as you start stuffing with that stuff, (laughs) it's good when it works. Yeah. Bad when it doesn't work. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I've heard somewhere that you have to keep giving them uh, a lot of injections and you've got to put them through the yards every couple of weeks and Mm. examine them and stuff like that to make sure it's all happening. Like, if you don't have... Um, Cattle that want to Move with you They don't want to go Through the yards And you're harder Just to get them Things in the
1: yards (laughs) (laughs) Especially after All of that And they get poked And prodded And then the next time You got to muster them in They're just like No No, thanks. <laughs>
0: I, I try to feed mine molasses in the yards all the time. They still don't even want to go. <laughs> They're like, I hate this place.
1: <laughs> oh, must be bad because molasses taste so good. For
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must be just a shit wrangler. <laughs>
1: don't give up your day job. No, no? <laughs> just stick the bananas.
0: So what? Uh, what's like cattle, they can, uh, like especially beasts, what are like, the price-wise they go for?
1: Uh, well, Mum and Dad actually... Um, I think studs are obviously more expensive than like your normal kind of commercial kind of meatworks cattle. But mum and dad just stole sold a bull for stole stole. <laughs> Oops, they didn't steal it. The duffers. Oops, it just slipped out. though. Um, they sold a bull for eighty grand Shit. the other week.
0: <laughs> just tip, tip me beer on. The, on the
1: couch. Yeah, that's um. But yeah, they were stoked with that. Yeah. But there was this bull one time, and he sold for like three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars.
0: Holy smokes!
1: I don't even know why you'd do that. <laughs> I would do that, and he'd get struck by lightning and yeah, die. Like, <laughs>
0: you'd buy him, you're like, oh, just cotton wool. He's moving quick.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, mum and dad do like a lot of feed work cattle as well. Yep. And they'll just like they'll buy them as wieners, and then they'll kind of keep them for about a year, and then just turn them over, and um. Usually, I think they said they had like an amazing profit. They had like $800 profit per head. Yeah. And that's like, they're like, this is never going to happen again. No. But usually, it's like two, three hundred bucks, which is pretty good, yeah. like for a year. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, just. Especially
0: because yeah. um, that, they're the ones that I pretty much buy as the wieners that probably around that 200 to 250 kilos. Mm. And yeah, it's just amazing how quick they can grow.
1: Yeah, especially year, here.
0: Oh, not even one year. They around here they can get up to two hundred fifty kilos in ten months or something like that. Oh my god! Something like that. Yeah, something. Well, the stupid. country here is amazing. Mm, so nice yeah. and green. <laughs> lots <Yeah>. to eat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my dad always, whenever we come up here, he's like, "Man, I could sell out and come up here. Geez, <laughs> it'd be good."
0: <laughs> hilly, hilly and snaky.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you get lots of? Is there? There's tapings here. Yeah, right? where,
0: where we live here is known of. As Taipan Hill, <laughs> uh. so we, there's a lot of basalt rocks in this area, and they've actually they've cha- only in this hill here they changed their colour to black. Where Taipans usually brown, yeah, right. They've actually changed their colour to suit the rock in the area. Yuck. and yeah. So since we've had cattle, we don't see as many at all. Really? Yeah, but uh. before that, in the long grass, they were just everywhere. Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> actually, I went on a walk the other day. I went to Windin Falls. Yep. I didn't realize how far it was. It's a bit and of like, a walk, isn't it? I didn't have sand shoes or anything. So, I was just in my little sandals. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll be right, like 5.6K, like 11.2K. I'm like, but that'll be fine. It won't be like a crazy walk. Yeah. And then it was like these little hills. I was like, oh. But I, I saw a snake there and it was like it was like jet black and it was kind of all coiled up. Yep. Do you get red bellies up here? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. This area gets a lot of red bellies as well. Yeah.
1: I was wondering if it was a red belly because people were, like, nearly going up to it and it was just chilling there. I'm like, Mm. that would have to be a red belly to be, like, so docile. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, if that was a taipan, he would not be sitting there.
0: No, that's the good thing about taipans is they move very quickly Mm. and if they hear or see you, they're they're gone.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Most people get bitten by them are trying to kill them or something like that, so let them go on their way and...
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not good that they get bitten, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few encounters around here with, with them. Um, my brother actually had his baby girl when she was young, and his missus looked outside, and the, the baby oh standing god. on the veranda crying, and a meter away from his head was a taipan just standing up, looking straight at it, like about to strike.
1: Oh my and god. And she
0: just ran out and grabbed, picked her up, and kept running, sort of thing. Oh but my
1: imagine god. Imagine seeing that. That's like nightmare. <laughs> I would yeah. have been like, where's the gun? <laughs> oh my gosh. And I had a
0: dog that passed away about this time last year and it used to kill every snake that come in the yard. And I'd yeah, come right. out every morning, there was just bits of black snake, taipan, everything. it, just, it killed kill probably a thousand snakes.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did he eventually die from a snake? No,
0: he, 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 I think he got hit by a courier van and oh, hurt no. his back. Yeah, so Oh, that's so, so sad. We, mm, But yeah, he was was pretty much my best mate, that dog, so... I actually wrote a song about him.
1: Oh, really? What was the song called?
0: Rashy Boy, because his name was Rash.
1: Oh, cute.
0: (laughs) I haven't showed anyone it yet. (laughs) Play it up. Just play it now. Bring it up. Just playing in the background right now. (laughs)
1: Tears.
0: (laughs) I actually played it to my young fella uh, a couple of weeks ago, and by the end of it, he was crying, so I was like, oh, "Oh, no... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, this is a good yeah, song But
0: he knew the dog
1: <laughs> <laughs> But everyone loves dogs Yeah, I actually, feel like everyone would cry yeah. when a dog dies
0: I actually um, wrote it There's a, another country singer called Brad Cox Yeah, yeah I yep. got to meet him a couple of weeks ago And I listened to one of his songs Bow in the Back on the Way Home And I thought, fuck it, I'm going to write a song Because it, it reminded me of that dog So mm. I wrote a song the same So Oh, nice It was good
1: Yeah, Brad Cox is so talented. Yeah. Far out.
0: He's got a good voice, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Got a lot of presence. Mm. That's what I find in all good singers is the presence. Like, talking to you now, you just sound like a normal lady (laughs) having a chat. And then you just got this harmony and this presence that comes out in your singing. You're like, where the fuck does that come from?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I, I say things, I'm like, am I allowed to say that?
0: You can say whatever you want on this one (laughs) (laughs) Let's let the fuckings fly
1: (laughs) I'll get a call from my publicist and be like Camille, maybe don't say that next time
0: (laughs) Don't worry about her Shut up, publicist (laughs) Go back to the pub
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, she's a legend She'll probably be like, nah, say it Say it, do it (laughs) Preach it it.
0: So um, we've we've gone away from the breeding, <laughs> 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 but I want to talk about even the health of the beasts. Like mm. I can't keep mine, I can't get mine to the yard, so I can't work on them as much as I'd like to. Mm. Like I can get them to the yard. I just I've got a couple of um, uh, cattle that take them all to the yards, but if they're not around, it's just like they won't come. Yeah. yeah. So getting them to the yard, do you have dogs or horses or is they just come and when you call them? Or?
1: Uh, we have horses and dogs, so we usually will muster them. Um But they can be so cunning sometimes. Like sometimes, like it's always the old cows that just lead the way. They're like, oh, yeah, we know where we're going. Yeah. So that's like really good when you have them. But then sometimes those cows are just like, no, And they'll see you coming there just like off yeah. They're like see you later And I'm like yes we get to go fast Here we go
0: Bring out the whip yeah.
1: But um, I guess Like I know sometimes when We work our wieners a lot Like when we have them as wieners We'll like put them through the yards every day And yep. like we'll run them through the crush But we won't do anything Crushing to them yeah. Yeah, so then, like, we'll just let them walk straight through yeah. and then have, like, a hay bale out. So yeah. it's like a reward when they walk through the yards, like nothing happens to them so they feel safe. Yeah. And then, like, they get feed at the end. Then
0: they get crushed in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a couple of my neighbour just next door here about a couple and I left them in the um, yards for two weeks just to try to tip and mm. keep them safe and let them think that the crush was safe yeah and stuff like that and then i let them in with my spastic ones that never i never raised and yeah they all went to shit (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's like the really hard thing with bought cattle too like we notice a really big difference in like the temperament of our stud cattle versus the bought cattle yeah because obviously the stud cattle like like their mum and their grandma were quiet. So it's kind of just in their breeding that they're quiet now And we're super strict on it Like if there's one that's mad, we're like, see ya yep. Off you go But um, yeah, with the bought cattle Because obviously you don't really have any control over it It's kind of like you just do the best that you can And then if that doesn't work It's like, well <laughs> It's not going to work then <laughs> 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 You're just no good <laughs> <laughs>
0: You'll make a good rump <laughs> Yeah Yep no, So it's Yeah, that side of things, um, it's a big learning curve, isn't it? Mm. Learning, t- and I've learned a lot in the past couple of years of owning them. As just who to buy from, where yeah. to get them, and stuff like that. Because the price at the moment is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So you can pay the same for a shit one as a, <laughs> as, as a good yeah. one. So you might as well just do some shopping around. Yeah. Especially when you're paying big coin.
1: Yeah, you want to get good ones as well. And like, mum and dad, like every time we've got. Cattle off someone and they've like been a bit mad or something because obviously they don't cut as well when they're yep. mad because they'll like they they'll cut dark like the meat will be dark yep. and like tough. So um like it's also costing you money, mm. but um, it's just a pain in the ass when they don't want to go in the yards. Yeah. So every time we've kind of bought cattle off people and they're a bit mad, we're like oh, we're never buying from them again. Move on, find someone else. Yeah. And then when you find someone good, you just stick with them. Yeah. yeah. i got
0: good ones from the neighbour here and the neighbour down the back there they've been good i've eaten from both properties and
1: oh yeah cool they've been
0: good and not yes. I they're not mine i've eaten theirs i just shot theirs and drug it in no
1: <laughs> thank you thank i'll you. be buying from you
0: <laughs> got a taste before you buy, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> try before you boy
1: <laughs> 30 day trial <laughs>
0: <laughs> so also while, while we were at it you just turned up in this big massive awesome van how yeah. good's that van out there
1: it's so cool. Her name is Lily. I Lily? love Lily. I feel like when I go home and I'm just going to have to sleep in my bedroom, I'm going to be like, I miss Lily. And I'm just going to go. Mum and Dad will be like, or my boyfriend will be like, where's Camille? And I'm just out to sleep in the van <laughs> in the backyard. Just
0: park it beside your window just so yeah. you can touch the bonnet.
1: <laughs> love you, Lily. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, no, yeah, it's a. It's, even in your videos, you got to show some videos of you playing guitar in the back of it, and it mm. just looks amazing on the inside as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Well, my mum and dad actually bought it because they've been talking about a van for ages. And then I've always wanted a van, but I've never, like, I can't afford something like that. Crazy. Yeah. And I always used to talk to mum about it in like uni, and I'd be like, man, van life would be good. And then mum and dad were like, oh, yeah, that would be good. And then when I was. Looking at going on tour I was like Well I obviously can't pay For accommodation And then it started with I was going to take My boyfriend's ute With his rooftop tent And then dad was like You You are not In South Australia (laughs) By yourself In winter In a rooftop tent No I was like No He's like No I'm like Okay (laughs) I mean I'm an adult, you don't tell me what to do, but all right. <laughs> no? I got I got a feeling
0: from your dad when we recorded downstairs that song. It was just like he was just watching every every move I did, he's like, All right. <laughs> like he's he's testing me out, is he an alright fella?
1: <laughs> Are you a weirdo? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Especially down in the, the dungeon. Yeah. I was like that's what I said, <laughs> I'm glad he was there actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, no. He's um, he's good.
0: (laughs) So the freedom of the van is like, I've never actually owned a a van, like a car van Mm. like that and just be able to... That's the good thing about those. You feel, if you feel like you're in a bit of trouble, just climb into the front and drive off. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of being in a caravan, have to get out and get to your car.
1: Yeah, and that's what mum and dad really liked about it as well because a lot of designs, like, they build in behind the seats and they put the kitchen there, but this one, it's like... If you're sitting in the driver's seat, you can literally just get up, turn around, and then you're in the back. Yeah. So, mum and dad were like, now, if you get somewhere and you get a bad feeling and you feel unsafe, you just get up and you drive off.
0: But don't put the annex out. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And dad was like, if you've got the awning out, just keep driving. (laughs) We'll buy another one.
0: (laughs) You have two little screws you're pulling and the all falls off. <laughs> Just keep driving.
1: <laughs> yeah, have like an emergency thing, thing on the inside. Pull this string. Auditing <laughs> deactivated.
0: <laughs> Lands on the bad person's head.
1: <laughs> Kills them. <laughs> yep. And off I go. Hopefully. <laughs> <I flee. laughs>
0: so also, um, I've noticed you uh, every time when I speak Speaking to you and I speak to Colt, they um, talk about You get on so, so many interviews On the radio and stuff at the moment mm. Like it's pretty amazing Just to, to see the, the movement From a little young girl That came and recorded a song under here To mm. National Superstar
1: don't think so (laughs) we're not there yet (laughs) but um no it's cool it was definitely like the first time I had an interview I was so nervous I was like oh my god what if I say the wrong thing what if I stutter and I mess up my words but then now it's just like "Eh." and then with the album release it was like crazy hectic it was like at least six interviews every day for like two weeks and then it was like getting calls from the manager and the publicist and it's like can you do this can you do this and I was like oh my god I'm so overwhelmed <laughs> I'm like I don't like this life <laughs> but um it's cool it gets sometimes you're just like oh my god I just want one day when nobody calls me I don't have to do anything for anyone <laughs> and then yeah I can see why people go AWOL yeah yeah, I had like two weeks of it, and I'm not even like <laughs> <laughs> I'm a super successful person. I was like, that's it. I'm going AWOL.
0: <laughs> oh, I see you're up like number five in the Aussie country charts.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I never thought that I'd get on like the Aria charts. Yeah. That's, I was like, oh my God. And I rang mum and dad, and I was like crying. And then my manager was like, oh yeah, like that's pretty good. I'm like, don't steal my moment. It's fucking great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, show me, just you show me how to sing your yeah. your next song. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go we'll go back to where it all started. So you're uh, um what age were you when you started to play?
1: Um I was or sing? I was 8 when I got piano lessons. So really like the piano was the first thing that I did. Like I think I always sang, but I didn't really sing seriously. I like, like I didn't even I didn't even register that, like, singers, like, that was, like, their job or anything. I was just like, oh, yeah, I like listening to music. So, I started playing the piano when I was, like, eight. And then I think I reached, like, grade nine. And then I realized, like, I liked singing. And I was like, oh, I want to go get singing lessons. So, then when I went to boarding school in Rocky in grade 10, we were looking at, like, the schools and if they had, like, a good music program Cause I was like, oh, like I want to do, I want to do more of this. And I think I did my first gig when I was thirteen, and I think I didn't even play. I think I just had backing tracks, <laughs> and I was just in the corner of the pub, yeah, with my, <laughs> singing like Sarah McLaughlin in like this raging pub, and I was just in the back. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> But yeah luckily it was like the local pub so everyone was like oh it's Camille and everyone was like super supportive and people would talk they're like shut up <laughs> she's only 13 don't make her cry <laughs> don't break her soul yeah <laughs> but no I guess and then I think at high school that's when I actually kind of actually realized that it was a career and I was like damn if I could do that I'll never have to like work a day in my life
0: fuck Just the stud <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But, um,
0: yeah. Oh, so just uh, listening to your voice, like even in the... It, like you said, you, Sarah McLachlan, um mm. Nora Jones, another one, brings, like, the style of your voice. Did you... Oh, yeah. So did you listen to those growing up or was, mm. was it just the the way your voice comes out so you're like all right i'll sing like this
1: <laughs> no nora jones she was like one of my biggest influences i love nora jones Yep. and i think actually when i started like i was playing the piano and i started singing and i'd always like get on youtube i'd spend i'd waste all of mom and dad's internet i'd just be on hours doing karaoke <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and then it was Nora Jones that I saw and like Delta Goodrum, but mostly Nora Jones. And they were like the first female or really any artist that I saw playing the piano and singing. Yep. I was like, damn, that's cool. So then that's what really kind of inspired me to try it. So I guess that's kind of what really started that's like what kicked off like more the songwriter. Yep. Kind of, because I started playing around and singing, and then I think I, I found a songwriting book actually that I had when I was about ten or eleven. I didn't even know I was writing songs. <laughs> they are the shittest songs. <laughs> it's all like, one was called cool, like Rapunzel. It's Rapunzel, like, let down your hair in the breeze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like yeah, oh 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 yeah. <laughs> Come on.
0: That's your next hit. Yeah. <laughs> There it is.
1: But then I had, like, little notes. I was like, only 10 more songs to write until I can do my album. (laughs) (laughs) Do not
0: go back and break her soul.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I've improved. (laughs) I needed to. (laughs) Far out.
0: (laughs) So, we'll get down to um, when you write a song. When I used to write a song, I'd sit down with a guitar, play a few notes. Mm Mm-hmm. String something together and then write the song around The harmony that I felt came off those notes mm. How do you do it?
1: Most of the time I do it the same way um, That's kind of I don't know, like you kind of just feel inspired And you kind of just start fiddling And then you kind of get a melody and be like "Oh, that shit Or be like, oh, this is Like this could be something And then when I went to uni So I went to James C Academy And I studied um, It was like a Bachelor of Music specialising in songwriting So, when we were there, we did, like, lots of exercises. Do you know Pat Patterson? No. He's really cool. He has um, two books. It's, like, writing better lyrics and songwriting something. I don't know. But pretty much the whole course was, like, based on, on his books. And it was really cool. Like, he did exercises where it was, like, write a song about something from an article or, like, it was really, I don't know, like, it was was a lot more structured, but it gave you like different ways to yeah. kind of experiment and stuff. So sometimes too, because I'm like a lyric person, I love lyrics. Yeah. So sometimes I'll just kind of, I'll be doing something then I'll just think of a random lyric. I'm like, oh, So then I'll write lyrics and then I'll be like, make the music for that. Yeah. But most of the time it's music first. Oh. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's exactly the same. Yeah. I did a couple of songwriting workshops and one was a funny one it actually worked we just sat down and for two minutes we just had to write every word or Mm. subject that came into our head and write it down on a piece of paper
1: stream of consciousness and then you had to
0: make a song out of that stream of consciousness
1: Mm. yeah that's like what i do every time before i write like i always i'll set my alarm for five minutes and then i'll just like write stream of consciousness And then you go back through get it all out because it's like a it's a really good way to just get all the shit out of your mind. Like, I feel like you can't write if your mind is, like, clouded and you're thinking, like, oh, I've got to do this today. So, at least if you write it all down, it's out, and then your mind is, like, free.
0: Yep. And it's like, Thanks.
1: here comes the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Eight out of ten times, it's not good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've um, I listened to a podcast on it, and that's why they – I don't know if you've ever heard of assimilation theory. Uh, theory where they actually say we're all living in assimilation, whatever, and all this other crap. Yeah. But the way they explained it is, is like with your conscience, who is who is that speaking? Who Like you think about the words that are coming into your head, where are they coming from? You are actually not deciding for those words to come into your head. Where um, are they coming from?
1: I don't like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's the way explained I've,
1: it. I've kind of thought of that before because I'm like – there's you and then there's that other you <laughs> yeah. that's just like oh that's weird
0: and you're a bad person most of the time
1: <laughs> yeah it's like shut up <laughs> leave me be <laughs> yeah.
0: so we've gone pretty deep here
1: <laughs> yeah far out. Right, out of this. crystal ball <laughs>
0: <laughs> so just when i was writing some of my songs i was like how where did where did those words come from and how how did they, it just mm. felt like someone else was writing them for me and i've heard like John Lennon and people like that would just wake up in the middle of the night, and they just have this, this um, chorus or a harmony mm. just given to them while they were sleeping, and then they just get up and write it down. So
1: yeah, it's not really his then, is it? No, you can't take it. <laughs> <the No. So, laughs>
0: give me <your> money back.
1: <laughs> can't take the credit. <laughs>
0: I think it was. Um, what's his name? Who bought uh, Michael Jackson? <laughs> he bought all these rights. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's really cool though because I know like sometimes when I've written, like I've woken up and like had like a random melody and harmony and then like you wonder where it comes from mm. and then this is kind of crazy. I don't really know if I believe in this stuff but I wrote the song. It was actually the first song I released. And it's called Humming Chain and I wrote about the African-American slavery and um, this is kind of getting philosophical and spiritual. Geez, and- listen to us. Oh.
0: <laughs> Let's go.
1: <laughs> um and I wrote about the African-American slavery and I've always been like kind of really interested in that stuff. I don't know why, like all that gospel kind of, I don't know. Um, and it kind of just flowed out and it was the similar kind of thing. Like I just woke up and I was like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I went, I've always loved psychics. I just yep. think they're cool. <laughs> and I'm like, tell me what you say. I want to see if you're like lying or if you yeah. actually got something. And then this chick started talking about past lives or something. And then she was like, oh... And, like, she didn't know that I was a singer or anything. She was like, oh, in your past life, like, you were this African man and you were a slave and you sang. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if this is, like, just a coincidence. Like, I don't really believe it, but it's kind of cool. And then, then like, my friends and I were talking about it. They're like, oh, yeah, like, they always say... And then she said, like, you died from being hung. And then they, my friends were like, oh, you have... Like something Like people say Like where you have Like a birthmark Is how you died In your past life Yep And I was like Oh mum Did I have any birthmarks When I was born She's like Oh yeah You had one On like the back of your neck I was like <laughs> What <laughs> This is getting A little weird <laughs> but I don't know I don't really believe it But yep. It'd be cool But yeah Yeah no, Weird well. <laughs> That's
0: <laughs> Yeah that's I don't think it's crazy I think that's um, I think of stuff like that Like I've always had A really bad neck and mm. i i've I feel personally that in my past life, so I must have been hung because it's just been shit my whole life, and I can't oh no. turn my neck properly and all this really? sort of like, why is it like that,
1: even <laughs> like, as a kid, yeah, wow,
0: yeah, so I don't Crazy. know why, so and yeah that's that was just like why why do I feel like that? Mm. yeah, <laughs> why my body not <laughs> working the way it should be, yeah. even like cut when I think about cutting myself with. Well, I'm a cutter. He's a cutter. <laughs> but just on the farm, I'll be working. and I think, oh, if this knife slipped, it would and I actually can feel what it would feel like. And I'm just like, oh. have I been cut in the past? And that's why I don't like it like badly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> stabbed or life. something. Maybe you died from being stabbed, stabbed, <laughs> yeah.
0: stabbed, stab um, and hung. because
1: yeah. that's a <laughs> bad life.
0: But enough of that. Let's let's get back to it and let's just <laughs> let's just talk about. Um, If you could teach, get a child and get them to um, learn one instrument, what would it be?
1: I think piano. I only play like piano and guitar and I'm still not the best person at guitar. I can't even play like bar chords on the guitar yet. I try, I'm like, ow, this hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think piano. Like I I think I did about like 10 years of piano lessons. So I think I would be able to teach someone, at least the basics anyway. (laughs) Hold, Hold your hand up.
0: Yeah, you've got fairly long fingers. My um, wife and my daughter, they get told they've got piano hands or something. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I remember my piano teacher, like the first thing, she like picked up my hand. She was like, hmm. I was like, oh, my God. She's like, yes, this will do. I was like, oh, my
0: God. <laughs> How are the Asians so good? They're all little small people. They're yeah. like
1: rip up and down. <laughs> it's like they do something called practice, which I'm not oh. aware of.
0: <laughs> they've got mothers that stand over their shoulder every 10 10- seconds mm. <laughs> with a whip. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like my piano teacher used to be like you know like because i did all like the you know the piano exams yeah all that stuff in school i did all of them and she was like you know like at your level you're supposed to be doing about three hours of practice a day and i did about 10 minutes (laughs) a week and she's like i have students that do four hours of practice a day i'm like sucks to be them (laughs) Sorry, I'm not one of those students. I do 10 minutes because I'm like, shit, my piano lesson is now. Better do something so she knows, like, I've done something. She's like, wow, you've really practised this week. I'm like, hmm, yeah.
0: Give her a ring now and say, where are they now, these four hours. (laughs) (laughs) Where are they on the charts?
1: (laughs) Yeah, didn't get me anywhere. Jeez.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, piano, you reckon? Yeah. Piano. That's why I've got my daughter on there. She's 10 years old and she's... Then piano as we speak.
1: (laughs) Mm. I think piano is like a good base too with like sight reading, learning how to read music. It's just like, I don't know, and they always say like it's the easiest instrument to pick up but the hardest to master. So I feel like if you're doing a first instrument, I reckon piano is like the best.
0: I see, I even watch a head movement, like you can see the timing in the head movement when Mm. when they play and you can see that teaches them timing.
1: Yeah, and then especially too, like sometimes like your left hand will be doing one rhythm and then your right hand's doing another, so it's like hand coordination as yeah. well. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it can get very tricky.
0: <laughs> well, guitar's sort of like that, but yeah, because you're sort of moving your fingers and then you're strumming sort of thing, mm, so it's yeah. probably not too far from that either. But
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Um, so... Let's go down to the uh, River of Sins.
1: Oh. Where'd that name come from? <laughs> um, well, actually, it was the whole time. Like, the album was recorded February 2019. And I need to fix this. There we Bloody go. Bloody headphones. <laughs> yeah, so the album was recorded February 2019. So, like, ages ago. And it was always originally called Devil's Drink. But because we released Devil's Drink as the single, we were like, oh... We kind of want a new name, so when you people say, don't
0: think, oh, it's just Devil's Drink again.
1: Yeah, yeah. So then we kind of looked at all the other names of the album, like of the tracks, and we're like, oh, there's nothing really in there, and there's a song in there, Deal with the Devil. I'm like, that's like a cool name, but it kind of just felt like everyone, like it's like an everyone yeah, kind of so name,
0: it's a country thing. They all seem to have a devil at the crossroads.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or a whiskey song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then um, we just were like, okay, well, let's go through the lyrics of every song and see if there's something in there. And then it was actually Deal With The Devil. It had, like, these lines, I made a deal with the river going to wash away my sins. Yep. And I was like, oh, river of sins, that could be cool. Yep. And then I actually found, like... Four years ago, I wrote a song and it was called River of Sins. So, I'm like, Crazy. I must have liked the name.
0: Getting back to the spiritual side of things, yes. guys.
1: <laughs> What's meant to be will be.
0: <laughs> That's the subject of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Sound like we're on ABC radio.
1: Yeah. My boyfriend's just like, no, science. He's an engineer. Yeah. So, he's just facts, science. And I'm like, no, fate and spirituality. He's like, no, fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Our conversations are quite hilarious sometimes Quite,
0: quite sharp and
1: finished <laughs> <laughs> This no, conversation yes. is over <laughs> See
0: In the van, I'm going North Queensland
1: <laughs>
0: So Shane Nicholson mm. did your album
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool I grew up listening to Shane I think I was like 8 when mum and dad bought like his records um, So yeah, I loved him And he was like a very big songwriting influence. Influation? Influence. Yeah, Is inflation be. a word?
0: No. <laughs> it's an Asian influence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry Asians even... are really picking on you today. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Um, Influation. I don't even know where <laughs> that came from. But no, it was a very big influence and when I was looking for producers to do the album because When I was at uni, a lot of people were just doing it themselves and I was like, oh, like, I feel like to be a producer, you've got to have like that, like you can't just be a musician and be a Mm. producer, like you've got to have that extra bit of like something special. I'm like, well, I haven't got it, so (laughs) just the way it is. So I thought I'd find someone else. And then I just listened to heaps of albums that I liked and then see who produced them. And I really liked Tori Forsyth's album, I love Tori. Um, and i 'm actually really good friends with her now, which is cool because she yeah. was like one of my biggest kind of songwriting That's good. inspirations when I was writing it
0: jeez you 're probably thinking oh, that come to an abrupt end. Well, usually happens when your kids unplug the computer from the wall. Sorry, everyone, but it also makes it into a part one and part two, doesn't it? 80% of you want that part one and part two. So it's going to come out weekly for the next month. I've got a couple of podcasts. I've got uh, Camille Trail one and two, and I've also got Outback Mike one and two. So pretty excited to, for you to hear Outback Mike's story as well, man. It is worth a listen. But we're going to get into part two next week with Camille. So stay on board. Josie. shout out time. She said, oh, she's so excited when, when the podcast pop, pops up, she gets to have a listen that day. So um, my f- thoughts are, any of your friends that are stuck in a podcast rut, say, hey, have a listen to Taz Yarns. See if, see if you like this shit. But uh, if they don't, they don't. But if they do, thanks for recommending me. Anyway, this podcast, what do you fly? Fish skins? I like to wear them all the time when I go to the reef. Fish Skins or Swim. That's my motto. So check them out. Fish Skins AU. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook. they got all, all their patterns are, are the, actually colors of the fish skins or parts of the fish. So check them out. All right. I'm pretty excited to hear the rest of this one next week. So check in next week, next Wednesday. And um, don't forget to check out Camille online. Listen to her music on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your music. She's on there. She's a ripper. Check her out, Camille Trail, and uh, give her a follow. Mate, all these young musicians need as much help as we can in these COVID times, so please put your hand up, go to a live show if she's in your area, and um, I'll see you next week. Thanks, Rippers.